Chapter thirty three of the Queen's Necklace by Alexandre Dumas, translated by Henry L. Williams. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Head of the Tavernet Family. While this was passing in the Rue Saint Gilles, the elder Monsieur Tavernet was walking in his garden, followed by two footmen who carried a chair, with which they approached him every five minutes that he might rest. While doing so, a servant came to announce the Chevalier. "'My son,' said the old man, "'come, Philippe, you arrive apropos. My heart is full of happy thoughts. But how solemn you look!' "'Do I, sir?' "'You know already the results of that affair?' "'What affair?' The old man looked to see that no one was listening, then said, "'I speak of the ball.' "'I do not understand.' "'Oh, the ball at the opera.' Philippe colored. "'Sit down,' continued his father. "'I want to talk to you. It seems that you, so timid and delicate at first, now compromise her too much whom do you mean sir pardieu do you think i am ignorant of your escapade both together at the opera ball it was pretty sir i protest oh do not be angry i only mean to warn you for your own good you are not careful enough you were seen there with her I was seen? Pardieu, had you or not a blue domino? Philippe was about to explain that he had not, and did not know what his father meant, but he thought to himself, It is of no use to explain to him. He never believes me. Besides, I wish to learn more. You see, continued the old man triumphantly, you were recognized indeed monsieur de richelieu who was at the ball in spite of his eighty-four years wondered who the blue domino could be with whom the queen was walking and he could only suspect you for he knew all the others and pray how does he say he recognized the queen not very difficult when she took her mask off such audacity as that surpasses all imagination she must be really mad about you but take care chevalier you have jealous rivals to fear it is an envied post to be the favorite of the queen when the queen is the real king pardon my moralizing but i do not wish that the breath of chance should blow down what you have reared so skilfully philippe rose the conversation was hateful to him but a kind of savage curiosity impelled him to hear everything we are already envied continued the old man that is natural but we have not yet attained the height to which we shall rise to you will belong the glory of raising our name and now you are progressing so well only be prudent 
or you will fail after all soon however you must ask for some high post and obtain for me a lord lieutenancy not too far from paris then you can have a peerage and become a duke and a lieutenant general in two years if i am still alive enough enough groaned philippe oh if you are satisfied with that i am not you have a whole life before you i perhaps only have a few months however i do not complain god gave me two children and if my daughter has been useless in repairing our fortunes you will make up for it i see in you the great tavernet and you inspire me with respect for your conduct has been admirable you show no jealousy but leave the field apparently open to every one while you really hold it alone i do not understand you replied philippe oh no modesty it was exactly the conduct of monsieur potemkin who astonished the world with his fortunes he saw that catherine loved variety in her amours that if left free she would fly from flower to flower returning always to the sweetest and most beautiful but that if pursued she would fly right away he took his part therefore he even introduced new favorites to his sovereign to weary her out with their number but through and after the quickly succeeding reigns of the twelve caesars as they were ironically called potemkin in reality was supreme what incomprehensible infamies murmured poor philippe but the old man went on according to his system however you have been still a little wrong he never abandoned his surveillance and you are too lax in this philippe replied only by shrugging his shoulders he really began to think his father was crazy ah you thought i did not see your game you are already providing a successor for you have divined that there is no stability in the queen's amours and in the event of her changing you wish not to be quite thrown aside therefore you make friends with monsieur de charny who might otherwise when his turn comes exile you as you now might messieurs de coigny vaudrille and others philippe with an angry flush said once more enough i am ashamed to have listened so long those who say that the queen of france is a messalina are criminal calumniators i tell you said the old man no one can hear and i approve your plan monsieur de charny will repay your kindness some day your logic is admirable sir and monsieur de charny is so much my favorite that i have just passed my sword through his ribs what cried the old man somewhat frightened at his son's flashing eyes 
you have not been fighting yes sir that is my method of conciliating my successors and he turned to go away philippe you jest i do not sir the old man rose and tottered off to the house quick said he to the servant let a man on horseback go at once and ask after monsieur de charny who has been wounded and let him be sure to say he comes from me then he murmured to himself mine is still the only head in the family end of chapter thirty three recording by john van stan savannah georgia